0: Okay, welcome everyone to the Give a Little, Take a Little podcast. This is just the first episode. I am Isabel Ballantyne, and the purpose behind this podcast is for an English assignment actually um, to research and to understand more about a topic. My topic was body image, and I focused on the difference in males and females, um, the standards that we have, and um, the social pressures we may feel. But first, I just wanted to say this podcast will get better. I know typically there's like an introduction, little music type of thing. And, you know, I'm not technically very good at technology. I'm not very savvy with that stuff. But with time, it will it will improve. So bear with me. Um, but for this first episode, I just wanted to, to share about myself, about my story and, you know, my personal journey and experience with body image. Um, and so... Wow, it's tiring. I guess um, it all kind of started for me when I was younger. Um, I was very very skinny. I remember I have this distinct image in my head at a dance recital, and I just remember feeling so so small. Um, and I remember people always saying, you know, you don't eat enough. You you need to put some meat on your bones. Don't be so picky. You know, stop eating this and start eating that. You know, whatever way it was, it was it was, it was always kind of there for me. Um, just constant comments about you know how I looked I was just too skinny and I remember um, as time went on I just desired so much to just like gain some weight you know develop more and it was kind of hard because I just wasn't I would eat and eat and eat and you know nothing nothing was happening for me and it wasn't even that I was a very active kid like I didn't I didn't play any sports or anything I, I was outside and whatnot but um, you know, I lived a pretty average lifestyle, um, and I remember after hitting puberty, you know, in junior high, I started to, started to grow and develop naturally like girls do, like males do as well, and so I put on some weight, you know, I, I grew out a little bit, you know, um, and it just seemed kind of like it went from one extreme to the next extreme, like, I was super skinny and then I just felt super fat and overweight um because I I wasn't skinny anymore and now everyone wanted to be skinny and um I just got so so involved in in the community of I don't even know if community is the right word I don't think it is I got involved in the social pressures of the world you know you look at social cliques in school and you see You see what those people look like, right? They typically look the same. Um, Popular kids are, you know, the jocks are tall and and strong, muscular. You know, they, they walk with confidence. You know, the girls are tall, pretty hair, makeup done well. And, you know, they're skinny. They're skinny and they have nice clothes. And I was shopping from DI and eating pasta every night because my family couldn't afford more, you know. And so if that's your routine you know that's what you're portraying at school and so I always had this struggle with with my body with the way I looked it. and you know being accepted by others I so badly wanted to just feel loved by others and be accepted and not feel like I was gross and disgusting and so this went on for you know since being called skinny in the beginning it just progressed and progressed um and I never really like thought about it too much as a problem um, it kind of just felt like it was normal, and it still kind of does, um, but, sorry, got another yawn in there, um, you know, time would go on, and it would be something new, you know, I'd either try and, you know, work out and eat healthy, or I would just decide, oh, I'm just gonna change my clothes, or I'm gonna cut my hair and dye it, or, you know, whatever it was, The, the standards were always changing, um, and I remember after uh, my ninth grade year, I moved from from one city in Utah to another, Harriman. And I started going to school there, and I made some good friends. And this one girl, one of my best friends now, her name's Leah, she, she really helped me. She is probably the person that I've opened up the most about this. Um, you know, looking at myself and feeling absolutely disgusted by it, by my body the way it looks when I sit or when my my shoulders are too far forward and I have a hunch in my back or, you know, whatever it is. Um, And so I remember bringing this up to her, and she was just like, me too. Like, I I feel you. I feel the same way sometimes, and it's hard. She gave me some awesome books to read. She was always there and supportive when I needed it um, and reassured me that my body does not define who I am. Um, And so that was a big help. Um, although through high school I was always still seeking acceptance I was changing my hair so much I went from red to pink to silver to blonde to brown you know it was just constant change because I couldn't find what I was comfortable in I couldn't find you know what was going to make me fit in and I think that's because you know the expectations the standards were always changing at least that's what it felt like it felt like, you know, okay, I finally got the courage to to color my hair pink like all the other girls. And that trend was long gone. So it was time to move on to the next. And it was hard. And, you know, I didn't have money. I was I was a high school student, you know, working a minimum wage job. You know, I couldn't go buy expensive clothes or anything. So I was thrifting my clothes. I was still trying to figure out my style, my way of wearing clothes and what, what is me and what isn't. And so... This kind of went on, and it was hard, but, um, you know, here I am, working through it still. Um, And I've had a struggle with food for a long time. You know, where you, some people suffer from anorexia, or um, are bulimic, or, you know, the different eating disorders there are. Um, I've never struggled with any of those, um, but I do have, I would call it, a negative relationship with food. Where I kind of let it control me like, oh, if I, you know, eat this one bad thing, then I can't eat another one. Because then I would just I would just ruin everything. Everything would be over. So I kind of let it control me for a long time. And even sometimes it still creeps back up on me. Um, but really, um, the best thing that has happened is just trying day in and day out to love myself, to see myself, you know as who I am and what I can accomplish, and especially how, you know, God sees me. I know that He is loving, and I know that He sees me as someone who is trying their best and who is worthy of others' love and acceptance, and I think that's what's important is we live in a a society where you're accepted by, you know, the money in your pocket or the cars you drive or whatever it is, you know, the different standards that there are floating around. Um, but really... Um, what's most important is to not be accepted by others, but to be accepted by yourself and to love yourself and to to be happy for who you are and what you enjoy, to not compare, you know, hobbies or athletic ability or height or weight or, you know, hair color, whatever it is, even though we tend to, to get there. Um, there is a quote, um, I'm not sure who it's by, but it does say, comparison is the thief of joy. Um, and I think that's true. I think if you are listening to this and you catch yourself and you... Recognize? Oh, I do compare a lot. You realize you're just not that happy. I know that I am not that happy when I compare. I sometimes get prideful and I think, oh, you know, I I do look a little bit better than them, or oh my gosh, like I I'm a little bit bigger than them. Like that's horrible, but really it's not horrible. We are all built different genetically. Like some of us, it's just we can't lose weight past a certain point, or some of us gain weight faster. It's it's different for all of us. But having one cookie cutter. Um, expectation for everyone when everyone's different is really hard. And as much as we're told that that's not how it should be, we still think that way. And I think that's fine, you know, right? We all have to figure out how to work through it for ourselves. It's a lot easier said than done, but with the effort becomes comes reward, right? So I guess my story is kind of that I have struggled a lot with my body, with the way I look, and with the food that I eat but i realized that my happiness is way more important than satisfying others because if others really love you they will love you for who you are even if you put a you know the freshman 15 on or even if you lose the freshman 15 or you know if you down a burger in 2 minutes whatever it is like those people should love you for who you are and you should love you for the capability that you have to down a burger in 2 minutes you know what i mean like that is talent it's amazing what our bodies can do if we if we let them, if we give them the energy and strength that they need. Um, and so I'm just, I'm grateful for that. And I'm grateful that I can share my story and have others share their stories because we oftentimes can be alone and feel alone. Um, but we're not alone. And so the podcast is Give a Little and Take a Little for a reason. Because as we give a little of ourselves, of our experiences, others can take from that and apply it. I know that I've learned so much, like I said, from my friend Leah. She gave a little bit of her experiences and I was able to take from it and apply it to my life. And so welcome to the podcast and keep listening as you desire.